Hey guys and welcome. I'm Hazza and I'm Muzike and, and this, this is, is the, the late, late night, night fix. fix. Join us on a journey into the night. Anything is on the table and nothing is off limits. So take a seat and buckle up for action-packed episodes. Hot topics, juicy goss and special guests are coming your way. Don't go anywhere. Coming your way. Late night fix. Don't go anywhere. Coming your way. Late night fix. Don't go anywhere. Coming your way. Late night fix. This is your Late Night Fix. Hey guys, and welcome to the Late Night Fix. I'm Muzike, and I'm with my co-host, Hazza. How are we? Hey, Muzike, really excited for episode one today, our very first one. How are you feeling? Good. I'm feeling pumped. Amazing. We've got a massive show in store for our podcast listeners tonight. Absolutely incredible. We're going to be talking about the lockdown in Sydney and, of course, what people have got planned now that we're out of lockdown. Um, all sorts of controversial topics and aspects of lockdown. That's right, yeah. Was it okay? Yeah, big time. Big time, absolutely, yeah. We'll have um, special guests on the show, on the podcast, so can't yep. wait for that. Absolutely, it's going to be a big one. So stay tuned. Uh, so as we said, we're going to be talking about lockdown in Sydney, what people have been up to. How have you been keeping busy, Was it okay? Well, I've been working full time. I'm an essential worker, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, we've just been working on this uh, first episode podcast to get it up and going. Cool. So yeah, it's been um, a lot, especially with the lockdowns. With the lockdowns. So for you to be able to work during lockdown, uh, the big thing has been masks and also vaccines, right? Yeah. Um, so obviously safety is the number one thing. Masks are a huge thing. Not it everyone, is. These not, days yeah. it is, um, you know, it's pretty big. Not um, everyone wants to wear them. That's right. There are yeah. um, a percentage of people that they're not happy to wear it. Okay. Um, but look, um, we've just hit 80% yeah. um, of vaccinations. Yeah. In New South Wales. So yeah. congratulations to everyone that have gone out and got their vaccinations. A pat on the back to you. Big pat on the back. Because um, at yeah. least the um, restrictions are easing and at least we can mm-hmm. get out, you know, move, go out and see friends, family, people's houses, you know, go out to restaurants and, and all that. Yeah. Have a, a mad feed. Absolutely. Yeah. So one of the things is, People that don't want to get vaccinated and don't want to wear masks, they've been arguing that they should have the the choice, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but other people say that it's selfish because if people don't get vaccinated and they don't wear masks, then they put other people at risk of of getting a serious disease. Yeah. Yeah. What's your What do you think about that? Well, the people that aren't getting vaccinated and don't want to wear masks, they're just slowing everyone down. Okay. Um, you know, everyone wants to get out of this lockdown. Yeah. They've, we've all had enough. We have, yeah. You know, me and you and yeah. everyone else. Yeah. Um, you know, we just want to go back to normal. Yeah. And um, like I said before, congratulations to everyone that have gone out to get vaccinated because yeah. you're doing your part to keep everyone safe. Yep, yep. Your friends and family. Okay. Um, so it's good. You know, now, you know, we've hit 80% mm. and it's going to rise. So okay. hopefully more restrictions will ease. 
Um, yeah, and I can't wait for more freedoms to come. How do you feel about wearing a mask? Because I know not everybody likes wearing a mask, even though it's it's something we all have to do wherever yeah. we go. It's it's uh, a rule now, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's, so is it comfortable for you? Look, to be honest, it is um, uncomfortable. Okay. Um, it is pretty annoying. I'm sure, you know, everyone, you know, don't want to wear masks. Mm. Um, but obviously um, we have to wear it for a reason. Yeah. Um, you know, to keep. Everyone's safe. Okay. But now because of the restrictions are easing, mm. um, outdoors you don't have to wear masks. But um, apparently when you go indoors, um, you still have to wear it. I think like, you know, with shopping centers and all that. Okay. But um, they've made an announcement that in office buildings, you don't have to wear masks anymore. It's not mandatory. If you're vaccinated or anybody... I'm not sure about that. Okay. All right. So what sort of masks do you like to wear? Do you like to wear the regular surgical masks or do you prefer a cloth mask or some people? To have, be honest, yeah? yeah, to be honest, I like wearing a cloth mask because you can put your filter in, the N95 filters in. Okay. Um, surgical masks are pretty annoying because the um, the rubber um, thing that goes over your ear mm. It's, you know, when you wear it for hours, it starts to hurt your ears. It does. Yeah, I've experienced really that. annoying. Yeah. But with the um, cloth masks are more soft. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt your ear. Well, that's okay to use in your private life, you know, when, you, when you're not working. But I know quite a few workplaces require their workers to wear the, the surgical masks. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would would they be okay with their workers wearing regular cloth masks? I'm not sure. Um, well, I think, um, you know, if you go to like Woolworth supermarkets or yeah. any of those places, you do see that they're wearing those cloth masks. They are. Um, yeah, they've, they've, yeah, they're the custom-made ones with their company logos and all that on it. Should people have the freedom to choose whatever mask they want to wear? Um, I guess so, as long as it's um, an approved for by New South Wales Health. Okay. And on the Nisawa's health website, it does say that you can wear cloth masks, but, you know, as long as you put a filter in, you know. Okay. So really I, I don't think there's any issue with, with wearing a cloth mask, you know. I, yeah. I, it's, a, it's a bit of a I, – I know some workplaces are very strict about wearing a particular type of mask, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's right. Maybe it's unreasonable to, to expect workers to wear something that's uncomfortable, that pulls on your ear. True. Um, that irritates your face, uh, you know, and and um, that's a big one. The other thing is, of course, vaccinations. Um, you know, I'm I'm double dosed, and you plan to get double dosed. Your yeah, second I'll, dose is um, coming up. Yeah, um, yeah, just in a month time. So okay. looking forward to that. Do you think people should have a choice, or should it be compulsory? What, what do you think? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well. <laughs> I don't see any issues of getting vaccinated. Um, mm. There are um, a number of people that have had side effects and issues. That's because they've had underlying health conditions. and not, it's Not because of the vaccine or what do you think? Well, I guess the vaccine in a way has played a part, um, mm. has triggered those underlying health conditions. Okay. Um, and that's why they've probably ended up in hospital or... Mm. You know, they've had like a severe side effects. Yeah. But it comes down to um, 
their doctors. Yeah, yeah, that's that right. Their doctors yeah. um, should consult their patients. Yeah, which vaccine is the best for them? Hey, I agree with that. Uh, I'm a big believer in cause and effect, right? So you're exposed to something, it causes an effect. So you can identify um, the reason that you've developed a symptom. So it may have been the vaccine, sure, but then it could have been all these other things and maybe it was just a coincidence. So um, you, you're quite right. It, but we know that people are scared as well. That's uh, right, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people are, out there that are yeah. um, worried. Worried you know, and anxious. Anxious mm. and, you know, yeah. um, if they get the vaccine, what's going to happen to them and stuff, you know. Mm. I think it's also the mind okay. is a big thing that plays a part of it. How did you feel before you got your first shot? Were you convinced? Were you unsure? Were <laughs> what, what, what was going through your head? Well, yeah. Well, you know, I was obviously nervous, a um, okay. bit worried as well, but, you know, like I went and got it done mm. and nothing's happened to me. Sure. I'm still here. You're still here. I'm yeah. still here. So, <laughs> but, but the things that you saw in the media about side effects and serious complications, did that make you nervous? Is that what? Yeah, well, look, with um, Pfizer – um, mm. They did mention that um, especially the young guys in their 30s, mm. they've had um, heart inflammation as a side effect and they ended up going to the hospital to okay. be treated. So that sort of made me worried and yeah. I'm like, all right, I might as well just get AstraZeneca. Oh, okay. So you, you felt that AstraZeneca was safer for you than- That's right, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, Astra has side effects too, mm. like clotting. Um, mm. But I said, all right, I'm just going to give AstraZeneca a shot, yeah. you know, and yeah, I'm fine. Good on you. Good on you. I feel perfect. I feel, you know, same, same. So. Sure. So you knew what the risks were going in and you built up the courage to get the, get the shot, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people have been feeling quite nervous about the shot. Um, you know, I, I can't say I'm an exception to that. Uh, I waited 12 weeks before getting my second dose. Um, uh, you're, you're still waiting for your second dose. How many weeks has it been now? Uh, I think it's been um, probably seven weeks, I think, now. Are you going to wait till 12? Yeah. You are? Why yeah. is that? I like... Just on the um, website says, you know, yeah. 12 weeks apart. Yeah. can be eight as well. But, um, hey, okay. I, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing 12 weeks. Yeah. Well, the nurse when I got my vaccine said that if you wait 12 weeks, you give your immune system the best chance to develop the right antibodies. Uh, so if you're ever exposed to, to COVID or coronavirus, whatever name it's going by these days, you'll stand a better chance of fighting it off if you wait 12 weeks between... Um, first and second doses. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that people who aren't vaccinated should be allowed to return to work? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, it's a late night fix, hot topic. Yeah, it is hot topic, yeah. Controversial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Should they be allowed to return to work? Well, see, that's a thing where it comes down to policing in a way. Mm. Um, yes, obviously everyone has to follow the health guidelines and all that. Um, but yeah, I can't, yeah, I, 
Would you feel comfortable, you know, if you're in the coffee room or the tea room in your workplace and you know your colleague's not vaccinated but he's sitting across from you and well, how would you feel it? Well, I mean, I guess like, you know, in a way I'm vaccinated. Mm, you're um, protected. Yeah, yeah. so okay. he's, if he had the virus, yeah, um, you know, I wouldn't get sick. Yes, I guess you're. I, I guess so. Yeah. So it wouldn't yeah. really or you, bother me. You but, might get sick, but you you wouldn't get a life threatening form of of the virus. Apparently, that's that's what I've heard. Yeah, you I heard something like that as well of, too. Yeah, I hope I've got that right. Uh, that's a big one. So. Yeah, whether whether unvaccinated people should be able to return to work, whether the vaccine should be compulsory or not. Um, uh, in your workplace, for instance, you've said that um, some people uh, are not convinced about, yeah. Yeah, so there are some people um, that, you know, don't want to get vaccinated and yeah. not wearing masks. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's their choice. mm um, but yeah, it's what I'm seeing that, you know, apparently eventually, you know, they'll be, um, you know, told not to come to work anymore because, you know, it's, it's a health guidelines, you know, yeah. that, you know, you need to get vaccinated and, yeah. um, you know, I guess nearly every company is making their workers saying, Hey, you know, you yeah. need to get vaccinated if you're not, and you don't want to do it, then. Um, you know, sorry, you can't come and work here anymore. Mm. Yeah, that's a big call, isn't it? You'd have it to is. be yeah. pretty brave to <laughs> to stay unvaccinated and lose your job. Yeah. Yeah, so in a way people are being coerced even though it's not compulsory. Yeah. Well, mm. I mean, 1st of December they did mention yeah. that, um, you know, um, that's the restrictions are going to ease up for the unvaccinated people. Okay. But um, when it comes to workplaces, that's um, different, I guess. Mm. So I don't know what's going to happen to them, you know, mm. even if they don't want to get vaccinated. So, Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. In Israel, they had high rates of vaccination. They had one of the highest rates of vaccination in the world. Yeah. But even after that, they still had outbreaks of COVID, so I'm told. Yeah. I yeah. heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's made people a little bit nervous about just opening up even after we've got 80% double dose, uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. It's still quite possible that we may have outbreaks. Um, well, there, I think there was some outbreaks or already happening in Melbourne um, because, you know, New South Wales is the highest mm. um, vaccinated state, I believe. I think, or I think ACT. ACT, yeah. It is, but... Well, ACT um, is a territory. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, with Melbourne, yep. um, their vaccination rates are a bit lower. Okay. And I think it's a bit that's slow. Potentially why. Yeah. Yeah. It's massive in such a huge way because in a democracy, you, free will comes first, you know. If you're a consenting adult, you should be able to do whatever you want so long as you don't cause harm to another person. But with vaccinations, if if you're not vaxxed, you, you put yourself at, at risk of harm and 
also you're also at risk of infecting others. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's not so undemocratic to coerce people into into getting a vaccination. You know, I mean, you're reducing the risk of harm. That's right. Co- yeah. COVID is a life threatening vaccination. Uh, sorry, is a life threatening disease. So we're told. So yeah, a big one there, huge. Um, but we've seen protests in Melbourne, right? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And and huge ones in Sydney as well. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. all around Australia, to be honest. Yeah. Have You've you got have, that percentage of people that are not happy. That aren't happy. And, you know, anti-vaxxers. Well, we, we both know people that are anti-vaxxers that are opposed to the vaccine. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. yeah. That there's some kind of um, cover-up or conspiracy that yep. that there's something in the vaccine which is yep. going to cause harm or it's been used to depopulate the world. Yeah, um, yeah like all, all sorts of things, right? Um, it's, it's sometimes hard to know what's true and what's false, especially when people are trying to scare you like that. Well, yeah. the information that they're getting, it's all over, you know, um, online. They're watching YouTube videos. But is it true? Is is are all the, are any of those theories true, or are they? Well, they they're getting yeah. misinformation. Um, yeah. that that information is not accurate, and it's obviously been modified. Okay. You know, there are people out there that you know like to change things up and mm. um to make themselves feel better. Okay. Um, and then they like to pass on the information and saying, okay, yeah, yeah, this is um. This is what it is. Yeah. So they make them believe that and then they pass the information on to others. So in a way it's like brainwashing. Wow. Wow. One of the biggest ones is the origins of the virus, whether it was a natural thing yeah. or whether it was created in a lab. Yeah. Or uh, it leaked out of the lab. Yeah. It leaked out yeah, of the lab. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I think – yeah, that thing, that's a good, um, you know, question as well. Where did mm. this virus actually come from? Yeah. We know that it came from China, but um, the truth is hidden yeah. somewhere and it's not being revealed. Mm. Absolutely. Um, I do know that in some Australian universities, uh, they study molecular science um, or molecular biology and genetic engineering is is a huge thing. Yeah. Uh, so nanotech, you're, you're able to genetically engineer um, and modify and, and modify, yeah. yeah, and modify uh, nanobots, for instance. You know things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know that uh, they've created gen- genetically engineered strains of yeast, for instance, to ferment wine. Right. Uh, and this sort of thing. Um, so it's quite possible, I think, uh, and I'm just, I'm just sort of putting this out there that, um, that it's quite possible to genetically engineer a virus. Uh, it yeah. is possibly, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I, yeah, it's it's a it's a crazy, crazy, crazy sort of thing to think about, uh, but also quite dangerous, really. <laughs> I mean. If that is the case, that it was designed in a lab and somehow got out and yeah. now has become this massive problem that's killed almost a lot uh, of people, over yeah. a million people, yeah. I yeah. think, um, then, you know, yeah, that, that would be huge. That would be absolutely huge. But 
I suppose there's no – is there any way of proving that? Um, it's really hard. Yeah. Because, um, mm. you know, um, the virus is coming from China and mm. they're not being truthful, I believe. Or cooperative. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's um, crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It is crazy, absolutely. Are you looking forward to the end of lockdown? Yes, I am. Yeah. I'm, you know, definitely looking forward to the lockdown. Yeah. Um, just can't wait for everything to just go back to normal, not wearing any masks. Okay. Um, yeah, it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. And are you allowed to wear whatever mask you like at work? <laughs> um, well, they've changed the rules. So okay. you got to wear um, surgical mask or N95 mask okay um but yeah they've um said that that you know people can't wear cloth masks how, how do the people where you work feel about that oh well they weren't happy about it too wow um but it it wasn't um a rule that came from new south's health mm. yeah so yeah it is good to consult people before you make a decision like that because, you know, at the end of the day, if you're the one wearing the mask, you want to be comfortable. That's the more, right. The more comfortable you are, the better you are at your job. If you're constantly shifting your mask or it's irritating yeah, you or, yeah. or whatever, then uh, are you really going to be focused on the on the job? Uh, not really, no. Yeah. So um, I can I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. Absolutely, but communication's the key. That's right. Yeah, you've got to you've got to communicate with people. Got to get people on side. Get the message across. Yeah, yeah. And um, like you said, congratulations, New South Wales, eighty percent. That's right. Yeah, yeah. congratulations, guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. we've hit eighty yeah. percent, and um, you know, let's um aim for ninety percent. Ninety. I mean, it will yeah. happen eventually. Does it need to get to 90 though? I th- I I'm not that, sure. Yeah. I don't know what their I, target is, yeah. but um, I think they would like for it to hit 100%. Well, the higher the better. Yeah. That's right, yeah. But um, herd immunity for the community to be protected or for for if enough people develop immunity, then they can drive down case numbers. And eventually the so virus will die off as well too, so. Yeah, yeah, so we hope. And it will probably just become another... Thing for us, like the common cold, or yeah, or yeah. whatever. I think that's what it will become. Yeah. So yeah, uh, but you knows? know, they they were talking about booster shots. How do you feel about that? Would you? Um. Well, I think booster shots will probably be for the um, elders, I guess. Yeah, or people with immunocompromised. Yeah. Um. Systems. Something like that. Yeah. Um. But I think for younger people. Um, teenagers and you know in the above the twenties. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, mm. having two um doses of the vaccine, I see <laughs> is enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know about you know getting a third one because they're saying um mm. after six months and then once, I think you know every year or so. Do you like needles? Not really, no. And I'm sure <laughs> there's a lot of people that don't like needles too, yeah. I think a lot of people don't like needles but there are people that, that really don't 
like needles. They they have a phobia of needles. Yeah. You know, it makes them um, really nervous. Yeah, uncomfortable yeah. as well. So, yeah. So I've actually pulled up an article here on needle phobia. The, the proper term is achemophobia. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Never heard of that before. Uh, um, yeah, ache or achemophobia. The the second most common type of uh, achemophobia is associative um, needle phobia. So if you see someone get an, an injection or, um, I don't know, uh, transfuse blood or something like that. Yeah, that could trigger yeah. probably, yeah. Have you looked into it? Um. I was trying to find something, you know, about yeah. like, you know, if it's a, a thing, but yeah. Yeah. Um, the third type is resistive. So that's when you feel like you're being forced to have an injection, like someone's restrained you and they're injecting you against your will. Right. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> I don't know if that's relevant to you. No. Um, then there's hyperalgesic, which is where people just experience pain, they're hypersensitive to pain. So Okay. Yeah. Um, and the last one's vicarious. So it's where uh, if you if you go to get an injection and you watch your friend get an injection, you feel the pain even though you're not the one getting. Yeah, that's pretty weird, eh? Yeah, yeah, that's strange. So Very empaths. strange, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's the mind playing games or something. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever experienced that where you've you've sort of experienced pain but it's not you, it's someone else? Um, well, I'll give an example like, okay, so lollies, right? Yeah. There's yeah. sour lollies. Okay. And and because um, it says sour lollies but straight yeah. away like your mouth just starts to turn like sour. Wow. It's that weird feeling even though you're not the one eating the yeah yeah sour. like i haven't even you know taken sure. out of the packet and putting it it just it, it's yeah it's mm. um hard to explain but you know it's in the mind that you know your mouth just the taste feeling just turns sour wow yeah yeah that's very strong yeah that's very very um it's very strong well it's not uncommon and it's well documented this vicarious sort of thing yeah uh, vicarious trauma is another one um you know about PTSD? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So if someone else has experienced a traumatic event uh, and you hear about it, uh, when you hear the story, it's as if you're going through it yourself. Yeah. There's a thing called, um, there's a type of personality called empath. Uh, have you heard about that? Empaths? No. <laughs> um, empaths, uh, well, like I just said, they they experience something that someone else has gone through even though they haven't gone through it themselves. So the sour lolly thing that you mentioned yeah. was, yeah, yeah, a thing like that. Um, what else could I think of? Um, heights is a big one for me. I have a phobia of heights. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I could be watching someone on TV standing on a, on a ledge or something and, yeah. I oh, really? To, yeah, I might start to get a bit giddy but then that's okay. my that's my personal yeah. phobia. Yeah. You have a thing with heights? Um, I think a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you're worrying about like, oh, oh, like shit, you're going to, you know. You could slip. Yeah, slip <laughs> or, you know, fall down or something. Yeah. And, you know, I think anxiety as well okay. plays in, a part yeah. into it too. Yeah, and yeah. look, anxiety is a common thing in everyone. Yeah. Whoever has it. Yeah. Or conquering your fears. Yeah. 
Yeah, sometimes it takes a lot of courage to conquer your fear. Yeah. How, how do you conquer your fear though? I mean, you may have had a fear of needles. So, but what made you go to get the vaccine? Um, well, obviously wanted to, you know, want yeah. these lockdowns to be over. So, you know, you got to play a part. Mm. But your doctor encouraged you to, to go and get the first dose of AstraZeneca, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So you had to chat, you had to chat to him. For sure. Yeah, and you've known your doctor for, for, for long. many years, yeah, okay. since I was a little kid, yeah. So there's trust there yeah. between you and your doctor. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, well, that's that's something, you know, someone that you respect has advised you to do something and then that gives you the confidence to to go and do it even though you've got a phobia or a fear of. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got to. The mind is, is a thing that you need to control in a way. Yeah. yeah all your fears and um, those sorts of things. Yeah. I yeah. mean, in a way, you got to tell yourself, you know, just relax, keep cool. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Um, because the mind is like, it's just unbelievable what things it can do. Well, can you die from having a needle? I mean, can you can you die from having a little needle? Going to your shoulder, right? <laughs> I know. I know some people have have had the the complications. You know, the the blood clot and the yeah my, myocarditis. I think you said it was or heart, heart inflammation. Heart yeah. yeah, heart inflammation. So some people have died. Yeah, but um, I but mean, you're, the, you're but you're saying um, yeah. like you know, just being having the needle going into your arm. Well, what are the chances of dying? You know, it's one in six million or something. Well, isn't it? I I haven't yeah. seen anyone. Yeah. They're very slim. Yeah. So what's the worst that could happen? You know, and then what's the worst that could happen if you don't get vaccinated? You know. That's right. Um I mean, some people claim that the vaccine's harmful, but what proof is there of that? Well, yep. you've got people who've developed the heart heart inflammation and the blood clots. Yeah, yeah. But that's rare. That's right. Yeah. So, and like I said, yeah. it's um it comes down under where that person has a underlying health condition. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I think there was also, you know, with the Pfizer vaccine where yeah. the young ones in their 30s didn't have any health conditions. Um, they were healthy before. Yeah, yeah, healthy before. And, yeah. um, you know, they had heart inflammation. So, look, you know, I'm – yeah, I, I can't explain that. I don't know what triggered that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, maybe the vaccine did or – some anomalies. It's very complicated. Yeah. It's a complex thing. I don't think you can predict every specific situation or outcome. You know, you can do huge trials. You can trial a vaccine on millions of people, all sorts of ethnic groups, both genders, all ages. Yep. But you still won't be able to predict how everyone will respond to a vaccine. That's you know? right. Yeah, until you've tried it out on everyone. Yeah. You know, and then documented everything. That's right. And that's yeah. why they made sure to do trials before it would be, um, you know, spread out. Well, that's the other thing because people were worried that they rushed the vaccines through that normally Yeah, vaccines... that was another thing. That's yeah. another thing as well. But, um, yeah, they don't – yeah, it's – I guess um, people are worried, like worried about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know that the um, pharmaceutical companies have rushed it, but look, mm. they're very professional at what they do, and yes. it took time for them to make up a vaccine to did, get it perfect. 
Did you watch any documentaries on how the vaccines were made? Uh, no. Okay. There are a couple out there. I've, I've watched them. Um, there was an Australian team that were working on a vaccine, but unfortunately that one didn't quite work out. Yeah, I remember yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, but there there are documentaries out there on the Pfizer and AstraZeneca teams yep. that developed those vaccines and they worked so hard yep. to, to get those things through to organise the clini- clinical trials and then again to deal with vaccine hesitancy. Um, and obviously people have a choice about what they want to do with their bodies but at the same time, you know, like we said before, you're free to do whatever you want that's until, right. Until what you do can potentially harm another person. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So that that's that's why we think vaccines are a great idea. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, we're, we we'd love to have anyone on the show to share their thoughts with us. Um, if you do have another opinion, you're more than welcome to get in contact and uh, share that with us and um. Perhaps we can have you on the show or, or talk about whatever you'd like like us to talk about. Yeah. Your experience of the vaccine. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell may- us your experience. Yeah. Or maybe your experience at work. Or if you're unvaccinated, have you experienced unfairness or yeah. discrimination because you're not vaccinated? Do you think that's fair or unfair? Right. Yeah. Um, It'll be good to hear from you guys as well too. So. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll so. definitely have, you know, um, you know, more topics on this COVID stuff too. Yes. In the next episodes yeah. coming up. So. Yeah. 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 A- another big thing that I think we should mention is that in Sydney, uh, the southwest of Sydney in particular was targeted. Yeah. Big time. Big time, yeah. They, they pretty much put a steel wall without literally putting a steel wall yep. around the southwest of Sydney. No one could go in or out. It was yep. Yep. heavily restricted. Because that was the um, the high amount of cases there. Huge, huge numbers of cases. Yeah, huge. But then the the origin of the outbreak was not in the southwest. Where was it? It was in Bondi. Yeah, it, well, yeah. yeah, that's right. Eastern suburbs. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with Sydney, the eastern suburbs is the affluent part of Sydney. It's where... Uh, the tourists go, go where and, the tourists yeah, yeah. go, and there are big mansions there. If you're yeah. wealthy, that's usually where you live in the, the beach suburbs. view. Yeah, yeah, waterfront. Yeah, that's right. That yeah, sort yeah. Of thing. the expensive areas. Yeah, but um, there was no ring of steel around Bondi. Uh, no, there wasn't. Yeah, no. and but I remember the northern beaches had cases. They did, yeah, and they um, yeah. implemented having a lockdown in the northern beaches. That's that right. Was, yeah. was that last year or? I can't remember. Or maybe the start of this year. I think, yeah, I think it would have been last year or something like that, beginning of this year. Yeah, there was. It was a long time ago. But, yeah, um, yeah they um, mm. they locked down Northern Beaches. So um, I think, you know, people couldn't, you know, leave the Northern Beaches. That's right. Yeah, they, they couldn't. They, they certainly could not. There is a wealth gap, though, uh, between the southwest in Sydney and the eastern suburbs. Um, I, I think people in the east tend to earn more money or tend to be more affluent, yeah. um, higher socioeconomic status, yeah. uh, generally less policed than people in the <laughs> southwest. And so what do you think? Is that fair? Is it unfair? Is it justified? Um. 
Well, I think it just should be um, equal. Mm. And, you know, you're mentioning that, you know, the Southwest is being targeted. Well, but that's what that's the how it people was reported. Are, yeah, that's yeah. how it was reported. That's yeah. how um, what people are saying. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, yeah. when we weren't there to see what was actually going on. We no, we, well, we weren't. We weren't, but we do live in Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, and um, we we know people that live uh, in the west. Maybe That's right. not exactly in the southwest, but certainly yeah. in the west. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's more culturally diverse, um, and they're not the typical sort of uh, Australian people, if if you can say that anymore. Um, whatever a typical Australian supposed to be, but they're. They're generally uh, more culturally diverse, right? Or recent immigrants. Yeah. Um, ethnic backgrounds. Ethnic backgrounds. Yeah. 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 Uh, newly arrived. Um, so probably uh, not as capable of defending themselves, um, or uh, maybe they don't have as good a knowledge of the law or what their rights are. That's um, right. Yeah. yeah. As the people in in the east or yeah. the northern suburbs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so you can kind of see where people are coming from. Um, yeah, they're getting frustrated, you know. Yeah, they're getting frustrated. They're, they're from a, a lower socioeconomic status to begin with and then they're not able to do their work. They can't earn money. They've got to go on JobKeeper and somehow pay all their bills with $700 a fortnight, yep, you know, yep. like a massive drop in their income. Yeah. Um, so I guess yeah. that... Those areas are low to middle income earners, I think. Yeah, like uh, sort yeah. of, yeah, blue collar workers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we're just trying to give a voice to people, really. If you disagree with what we've said, that's fine. Yeah. But really just remember that we're sort of relaying what's been reported in the mainstream media anyway. That's right. yeah. yeah. And you can look this stuff up on the drum or Q&A. Yeah. You know, we're just repeating really what's been said on all those forums uh, on, on mainstream media. So, um, but it is a big, big topic, fairness, justice. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, are people tr- being treated the same, you know? Does the rule of law apply to everyone, uh, you know, equally? Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, let's hear your thoughts. Uh, generally, Southwestern Sydney has been pretty good. Like there've been high rates of vaccination. It is, yeah. yeah. It's been going up because you know yeah. they they've been frustrated and they want to get out of the lockdown. <laughs> so they're like, all right, screw it. We're just going to get vaccinated. So, mm. have you done any work out there, uh, out in that part of Sydney um, yourself? Yeah. Or? Well, we had to um, help out um, the um, Bankstown um, line. Okay. For the um for the metro because the Baxter um to I think Sydney mm. was um shut down for I think two weeks. Okay. So we had to provide replacement train um train buses. Mm. So yeah, so I've you know I've you know been out there during lockdown. You did that. Yeah, it was during lockdown. So wow. you know wearing yeah. masks as well. So yeah, what was that like driving through there? Well, look, to be honest, um, it was a bit different. Like yeah. the shops were actually open. Oh, they were? Yeah. Gee. Um, at, at Bankstown, there's like coffee shops. Um, okay. I think burger shops were, you know, open, but they weren't taking mm. people in to sit down. Okay. It was just takeaway only. Yeah. Um, 
But it was interesting that, you know, they were, you know, open till late and, mm. you know, there was people around. Um, I think, yeah, it was around Bankstown area going through past, I think, uh, Punchbowl. Punchbowl. Those areas there. Were there many people out on the street? There was. Okay. Um, but there weren't many people you know, jumping on the public transport on the buses. Okay. But, uh, yeah. People in uniforms? Military? Police? Um, well, yeah, there, there was police, yep. Okay. In uniforms. See um, any military people? Army or? Uh, like no. That? Okay. No. Yeah, because I don't that was think a, back then they were required. Yeah. That so was controversial. That area, yeah. They brought the army in. Yeah. And then people felt like they were just being treated like second-class citizens, you know, because suddenly yeah. the army's here and if and, you play And up, they're freaking oh, out and yeah. they're, they're thinking, oh, it's martial law, but no, yeah. it's not. Yeah. No, I, I don't think it was martial law. No. Yeah, they were just there to help out. Because, For sure, yeah. yeah. The police were Yeah, because the thing is, you know, yeah. understaffed um, and, yeah. you know, they needed assistance, so yeah. it's good to have the um, – Army helping out. That's it. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Thank you for your service. That's right. Thanks yeah. um, for your service, guys. Really appreciate um, what you do for our country to keep us all safe. Yes. Yep. yep. Um, you guys do an amazing job. Yes, absolutely. And we are thankful. And you guys definitely. are like, you know, frontline yeah. workers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we. you should never shoot the messenger, right? And that's they're just, right. They're just carrying out orders and, and doing what they're being told to do, serving the community, that's keeping right. us safe. For sure, definitely, yeah. 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 So. <laughs> yeah, it would have been spooky and different working out there. But like you said, it was kind of normal and you didn't see many military people. It's just that um, people couldn't go into restaurants. They couldn't sit down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. But, you know, the interesting thing has been that Uber Eats and all the um, other, like, delivery apps. Yeah. Um, like Menulog and um, DoorDash. And, and all them, mm. they've actually been pretty busy because, you know, everyone's been told to stay home and, you know, they can't get, yeah. um, you know, get takeaway or whatever. So, you know, yeah. it's the um, the ordering um, food delivery app, it's just been crazy. Yes. Yeah, it's been going off. Yeah. Yeah. So other businesses have really benefited from lockdown, like delivery businesses, That's delivery right. services, yeah. Yeah. Um, postage services, couriers. Well, in speaking, in regards to postage, you know, they have a big backlog of, um, you know, parcels and stuff yeah. like that where, you know, yeah. everyone's parcels are being delayed. Okay. Wow. So um, are they hiring? Um, yes. They've recently, I think, advertised that they need, I think, 5,000 people for Australia Post. Wow. For Christmas or something. Oh, I might have to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> casual rates. Yeah, well, that's better, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. It's casual, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be a second job then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, so even though some people have suffered, not everyone has. Maybe on the whole we've done okay considering um, and and that's something you should we should remember too, big picture, right? Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. How have we all been doing? That's right, yeah. yeah and, so you know, I'm... mental health is also another important thing too. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that was raised as well where people have been, you know, in isolation and all that. Yeah. One of the things that councils have been doing all across Sydney is leaving the lights on in fields, yeah. uh, in the sports fields at night. So um, if people want to get out of the house at night, uh, you can go to the local park. It'll be well lit. For um, sure. So, yeah, yeah you're safe. Uh, 
lighting generally deters crime. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So you can you can hop to the local field, have a walk, get out for sure, get a fresh air. Get, you know, get some exercise, get some fresh air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to get that blood flowing going. You know. That's it. Yeah. But sadly, um, after lockdown, they've turned them off uh, in many places. Um, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they are public parks. Yeah. Um, so they're publicly fun- funded, and uh, uh, we do hope that. You know, even though lockdown's over, they can keep those floodlights on and hopefully encourage people to get moving, get out, get, get some out more. Yeah, yeah, fresh yeah. air, like yeah, you said, for sure. Stay moving. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've noticed. Um, you know, when the lockdowns came in, um, mm. you know, exercise, you know, was allowed. So yeah, I've noticed that a lot of people were going out exercising, and we saw on TV that yes. um. Uh, you know, Bondi and Coogee and all that, there was a lot of people exercising and there weren't yeah. um, social distancing as well. That was yeah. another thing. That was a, And did the did the police do anything about that? Um, that <laughs> yeah. See, that's another thing where uh, it made a lot of people out in the southwest and the western suburbs yeah. furious. They got really angry that, you know, that they were in lockdown. Yeah. And they're saying that Bondi and Kuji, the eastern suburbs, yeah. you know, everyone's gone out on the mm. beach as well. Yeah, that's right. And like, you know, they're enjoying their time exercising. Mm. And, you know, then these guys out in the, the west, the southwest, Sydney, yeah. they can't do that. So privileged. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you live in eastern suburbs, <laughs> then you can go to the beach, you know. Do whatever you like by the looks of it. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't seem very fair. Um, it would be great to hear the perspective of someone who's from the eastern suburbs. Maybe they know something that we don't and maybe there's an explanation for all of yeah. this. Um, who knows? We'd love to hear what you have to say. So uh, if you if you live out that way and you think, oh, no, this has been misreported, actually this is what's happened, please let us know. But from what we can see, it seems really, really unfair. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Really unfair. Yeah. Um, that if you live in one part of Sydney, you can do whatever you like, but if you live out in the southwest or in the west, you're a second-class citizen. Well, you know, that's the thing. When you live out, out west and south um, west in a way, you're not um, close to the beach mm. and you've, you've got to travel to the beach, right? Oh, okay. And so you have to stay in your LGA. Well, that's what that yeah. was the thing where that they, um, yeah. they've restricted, they've locked down the LGAs where you can't get out of your LGA. What, so what's you can an LGA only, again for, um, for people who don't know? So I think it stands for local government area. Yes. Yeah. Um. So you know you you could only travel within your LGA. Yeah. And you can't you know get out of it. And then they reduced it again, so you couldn't travel more than five k's from your home. Yeah, it was ten k's initially mm. before, but um, then it dropped down to five. Mm. Yeah, so it became more restrictive. Yeah. 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 Big, big, uh, big, big things. Absolutely. And you can imagine that people who are stuck at home, uh, um, and if they don't have a valid excuse to leave home. And they're somehow intercepted by the police on the way to the shopping centre. That would um, cause problems. Yeah. Uh, well, um, they did mention that you know um, police will be patrolling, um, patrolling those main yeah. main roads and stuff, and um, mm. they do number plate scanning to see where that car is, um, like you know, like registered at what address. Okay. And you know, it will say, oh, okay, like it's, for example. Mm. A different suburb, and they're not meant to 
mm. you know, leave the LGA. So they'll pull him over and, you know, mm. ask him, why have you left the LGA? Yeah. And a lot of people have been given fines, I believe. And they're big fines. They're not small fines. They're, yeah. They're, what, three or four K or something like that? Um, I actually forgot how much the um, fines. I, I can look them up. Yeah, look yeah, it they're up. Not, they're not um, cheap. Certainly not cheap. What are, if you are 10 Ks or more from your home, what's a legitimate excuse? Say if you're an Uber driver, that's a good one. Yeah, so um, Uber drivers are pretty lucky. Mm. Um, But, yeah, the Uber drivers and taxi drivers that live out the west suburbs and stuff and, you know, that was, um, you know, locked down, they could not leave their area. To but, do work. Okay, but if you're, say, from Randwick, which is in um, the east. Near the uh, city. Can, can you go into those areas as an Uber driver? Um, I think they could or, you know, they can, but they need to show that they're Uber. Yeah. So there are various fines, but the, uh, the on-the-spot fine for a breach of a public health order is a 1000 bucks, 1K. Well, it's gone up, yeah. yeah. Um. And yeah, there was a lot of um, fines issued, especially for protesting. Yeah, we had huge protests in Sydney at one Big point. Big protests, yeah. Yeah, uh, in the CBD. Yeah, well, initially it was reported that there was only 3,000 people, mm. I think 3,000. Mm. Um, but when you see on the video, there was mm. it looked more than 3,000. Looks like a lot more than Like over 10,000 people. Maybe there were. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they. It wasn't reported properly. Yeah, they may have underreported the number of people that were in the city. What were they upset about? Uh, the lockdowns. They wanted yeah. for it to be ended and they yeah. weren't even wearing masks. Mm. Um, yeah. Did any of the people that attended the protest end up developing COVID? Did they get sick? Um, I think they mentioned that it would have been a super spreader event. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually, I think there were some cases. Okay. That yeah. popped up, but in Melbourne, definitely mm. the recent one. Yeah. That, that, oh, there were cases that came from the Melbourne protests. Yeah, yeah. the um, the tradies. Yeah, that's right. With yeah. the union, yeah. 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 So if you don't know, in Melbourne, there were restrictions placed on construction, um, because there was some compliance checks at construction sites in Melbourne. I think two sites or something were non-compliant, so they just shut down all construction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that caused uh, a lot of upset in the construction industry. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I think the next day they stormed the construction union headquarters in Melbourne, the CFMEU yeah. or something like that. That's right, yeah. yeah. And then the day after that. Um, it Actually, it, I think it went it on for three days. Three days of protests. Yeah. Wow. And um, police ended yeah. up, um, you know, uh, like locking that area down. Okay. There was heavy riot squad there too. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So so big tanks like armored armored <laughs> trucks and that yeah. sort of thing, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. And shield shields and yeah. water cannons, maybe rubber bullets. I think I heard. Yeah, yeah. I think rubber bullets. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It's pretty heavy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But you can understand why people are upset, you know, if their livelihoods are affected. Health is important. For sure. Absolutely. Health is definitely important. But, uh, you know, you've, 
I think a balance is the key. Um, yeah, if you're, an, it's not easy to be a, a public health official making decisions like this, deciding right. to shut down yeah. a city. Yeah. Well, they. Um, it was more than one person, you know. Yeah, that's um, right. You've got an outbreak. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you got to make decisions and all that. Mm. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is um, dig mass graves for ten thousand people that have died in a week or something yeah. like that. Well, China. I saw something. In um, China, that um, they were digging graves, huge ones. Yeah, yeah. I remember the ones from the US, from New York. They dug huge pits in the ground. Oh, really? Yeah. I, from memory, I can well that up. But from memory, yeah, they were digging massive, massive. Yeah, there was a graves. lot. There was huge cases every yeah. single day in the US. Massive case numbers. Um, like over a hundred thousand, I think. It was huge, and you can see why people. The officials here wanted to avoid those situations, so yeah, snap, snap lockdown, yeah. you know. And I, I gotta, you know, um, congratulate, um, you know, our government. Mm. They've done very, really, really good on um, doing these snap lockdowns. You know, trying to contain the virus and all that. You know. Well, well, the thing is, though, at the very start in June or July, the the thing was. The media felt that the government didn't declare it soon enough and they didn't want to uh, – the, the then Premier of New South Wales right. um, didn't declare the lockdown soon enough. If she just declared it straight away, uh, locked, down, locked Sydney down for a week and contained the virus, um, then perhaps we could have avoided these months of lockdowns uh, that we've just had. But, um, yeah, I, I – I think they yeah. were working in the background as well. Behind the scenes, they were, yeah, to try and what contain it or yeah, uh, contact like trace to um, yeah. implement the lockdowns and all that. Mm. Um, it doesn't happen straight away. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, there's always stuff that happens behind the scenes that the public's probably not very aware of. Yeah, um, unless you're somehow involved uh, in government. I guess responding to these sorts of situations, um, you're probably not going to be because they got to plan yeah, everything. They plan yeah, it. That's right. Big plan. And then once it's yeah. they're ready to um, to mm. let everyone know, then you know they do a media conference. Yeah, I've just pulled up this thing from New York. Um, so they were digging massive trenches to prepare mass graves for COVID cases. This was back in. 2020, so last year. Well, wow. yeah, and they were they were digging them on Hart Island, Hart Island, just off the Bronx. Um, so it's a it's a small island there, but there's a picture there. If you if you want to Google this, you can. But um, yeah, I mean that's very morbid. But you think about what the worst case scenario could possibly have been. You know, if they just let this thing spiral out of control. Yeah. You know, it would have been really crazy. It yeah. would have. It's got out of hand, yeah. yeah. Got absolutely out of hand, yeah. and and you somehow think that okay, if I was in that position, if I was um, the premier of New South Wales, and I knew people, oh, okay, they might get upset about the lockdown. It affects your livelihood. You can't earn money. You can't pay your of bills. Of course, it does. But then, yeah. if I don't do anything, yeah, then <laughs> hell breaks loose. Hell, you know? yeah, all hell breaks loose. So yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather put the lockdown in. 
Try and contain it. Try and contain it. Yeah. <laughs> and and stop these sorts of situations that have developed over in uh, where did you say China? Yeah, yeah in China, China. New York um, City. Yeah. Yeah. The cases were just massive. How many cases a day in China? Do you remember? I'm not sure to be honest, but I remember mm. in America it was like hundred thousand or something. Day, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was mental. But I, mental. the way I see them um, in US is that they didn't implement like how we did in Australia. Mm. Implement lockdowns and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yes, obviously their system is different to ours, but mm. like I don't know. Like right now, if um their cases are still high. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, the US have had lockdowns. Mm. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. So. I think it varies from state to state because they have 50 states. So the governors in, in the United States, um, I, I'm not a total expert on this stuff, but the governors in the United States, like say the governor of California or the governor of New York State, the governor of Nevada. Yeah. Um, they all come up with their own plans for their state. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and then they yeah. get funding from the federal, their federal government. Yeah. So uh, the president, or or the secretary of health, yeah, uh, allocates funding to the states based on demand or need or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but then the strategies vary as well because you can have these strategies like they just want to get rid of the virus totally. They want to eliminate it. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Yeah. Wish we could do that. <laughs> Is that possible? Um, probably. So there's elimination and then there's mitigation. So reduce the harm by having people vaccinated yep. or this herd immunity strategy, um, which is just let it go crazy. Um, the people who, who can't fight it off die and the people who develop immunity uh, end up surviving and that's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... It's a gamble, yeah. That's it. But you might end up with 80% of the world population. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, there are some other countries that are way behind in vaccinations. I've heard about this. Third world countries, developing yeah. countries, right? Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I mean, I heard that, um, you know, uh, US have mentioned that they're going to um, send a lot of vaccines to the other third world countries mm. to speed up their um, vaccination process. Because really to reduce the risk of COVID or to um, manage it, you've got to have the whole world involved, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, we have to work all together. Yeah. Yeah, it can't just be the developed countries, the rich countries that are protecting their own citizens. Yeah. If, if we want to travel and open the world up again and um, say uh, mine resources in whatever country, um, yeah. in, I don't know, Zambia or something, um, we need everyone to, yeah. to be vaccinated. I mean, I'm sure you heard that um, in electronics and stuff, there was a big shortage in semiconductors. Yeah, in Japan. Um, yes. Yes, yeah, um, Especially yeah. for like yeah. the Toyota vehicles yeah, and, I heard about uh, and all yeah. that, yeah. Is that because they couldn't mine or they couldn't import the materials for the semiconductors? I think like um, COVID had a, um, you know, big play in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure much about the semiconductors, where it's coming from, where they mine it. Mm. But, but I had um, heard about that yeah. as well. Yeah. So there's a shortage then of laptops, say, for instance, and electronics. and That's right. And yeah. Yeah. Anything that requires a yeah. semiconductor. But I, I read an article today actually. 
mm. um, that Toyota in Japan are ramping up um, their production on their vehicles because I, I think the semiconductor thing is um, they're managing to get more of them. Wow. Because, um, you know, there's a lot of people that have ordered the um, – yeah. The popular models like the RAV4 hybrids, yeah. Um, yeah. the Kluger hybrids, now yeah. the Land Cruiser yeah. um, 300. Yeah, all these things. Yeah. yeah. But really to open up, to get trade going again, yeah. to, to travel around the world, you know, to see your family overseas wherever they happen to be, you know, um, or for your family overseas to come here and visit you, yeah. uh, vaccination's probably the key. That's right, yeah. yeah. The more vaccinations yeah. we can get done, hopefully yeah. international travel will open up again. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that, um, you know, their parents or family, friends were planning to come to Australia. Mm. And um, because of this COVID pandemic has happened, it's put a big stop to it, like a big pause. And yeah. they have not seen their family, friends or yeah. Parents, you know, et cetera, for, you know, for a very long time. Well, well, I, I met someone the other day that had planned to see his family just when COVID had started. Um, and before that, they hadn't seen their family in India for two years. Now it's been about four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a long time, you yeah. know, since he's been able to catch up with his family back home. Uh, so, yeah, va- vaccination is key. Yeah. We think to. That's right. And. Opening up. and one of my work friends, work colleagues, um, he was stuck in India for a very long time. Um, he couldn't come back to Australia. No, he was actually stuck there for oh. for more than eight months. Oh, gee. Um, yeah. Is he yeah. an Australian he's resident? Back. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. He's yes. um, Australian, um, you know, citizen. Citizen. Yeah. Okay, sure. And um, but you know, he's back to work. Um, it's his. Mm. Yeah, he came. I think few months ago. India has been a tricky one, I think, because that's where the Delta outbreak started. That's where I the Delta think so. Yeah. yeah. From, yeah. So um, I know just before Australia put a travel ban on India, many people were rushing to come back yeah. uh, before that ban was put in place. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a tricky one for sure. But now they're yeah. going to, I think, to lift the caps on international um, travel with the people that are stuck mm. overseas. Mm. Um, they made the announcement. Hopefully by November, okay. um, international travel for the people that are stuck overseas, they can come back. Okay. By when? Sorry, what was that? I think in November, from the first of November. Okay, so that's not too far away. That's yeah. about a month from now. Yeah. So you and me are both astrophiles. That's we, right. <laughs> <laughs> we both had our astra uh, dose. I've had two, and you've had one. I heard somewhere that the AstraZeneca Australian version was not approved. So in Europe. Um, okay. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if we're able to travel to Europe with our Astra, AstraZeneca. I'm, I'm not sure. Double dose. I don't know. Yeah. I that, don't, that's another I, thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I've got the laptop here. So how about I check that out? But um, I know that's a big one. It's a big one. So AstraZeneca Europe because the AstraZeneca that we're getting is produced here in Australia. Yep. Yeah, we, we produce it under licence. Um, I think it's um produced in Melbourne, is it? Possibly, yeah. A company called CSL is, pro- yes. is producing it. It could be, yeah. yeah. I, 
You see, this all sounds familiar. I think they produce a number of health things, yeah. health products. Um, let's have a look. Europe travel. Whether we can travel to Europe with our AstraZeneca dose, doses. So here we go. Um, so I've got an so I've got an article here online from our oh, Schengen visa info. So the Schengen visa is the Schengen zone in Europe. Basically, is uh, an if you have this. Uh, if you have a, a permission to visit Europe, you're permitted to visit travels within the Schengen zone. Right. Um, so they're member states of the European Union as far as I know. Um, so Australians immunised with AstraZeneca vaccine may face potential EU travel restrictions. That's only from a few months ago now. Um, so, yeah, there may be difficulties if you want to go back to Europe or... right. Whatnot. But then again, the UK is no longer in the EU and I know most Aussies yeah. are over there in the, in the UK so you yeah. may probably There's a lot of expats. To, yeah, you'll probably be able to visit the UK. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, COVID. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so now lockdowns. Why don't we finish up with this? Now lockdowns are lockdowns over. December twenty first, uh, December first, rather. Yep. Whether you're vaxxed or unvaxxed, you can go out, do whatever you like. Uh, I actually, it's not a full, it's not a full end of lockdown. There are still some restrictions, I think. I believe so. Yeah, I'm. I, I could um, be wrong, but yeah. Do you know more about that? Well, I think obviously first of December, even for the unvaxxed people, you know, um, they can go out and stuff. But um, they haven't mentioned if um the like restaurants and stuff like that, if they going to stop um, asking, you know, to show proof of vaccination, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if. Um, I've been asked to provide my certificate. Yeah, that's certificate. right now at the moment. Yeah. But when yeah. it comes to the 1st of December, mm. is it going to change for that as well too? Um, well, I've pulled up the site. So for all New South Wales citizens, regardless of your vax status on December 1st, uh, masks, QR codes, visiting family and friends, schools, exercise and recreation, shopping and personal services. There's a lot here. Yeah. Restaurants and hospitality, events and entertainment, working from home, travel and transport, wedding, weddings and religion, uh, religious services, sorry, no limits. So okay. the, the only limit I can see here is um, the two square metre rule. Right. Okay, so most venues moving to the two square meter rule. But do you still have yeah. to show proof or uh, not you, anymore? Let's have a look. So um, restrictions are expected to ease in December with people who are not fully vaccinated having greater freedoms. Um, I don't know if you have to show proof. Well, I think that will be a question for the people wanting to know. Yeah, that's a that's a very good question. Yeah. I think you know when it comes the time they will announce they'll make they'll let everyone know. Well, the thing is, even if it's not um, even if it's not a law, even if there's no law making vaccines compulsory, most workplaces require you to have a vaccine. So if you want to keep your job, yeah, you pretty much have to get the vaccine. It's still a form of coercion. Yeah. Um. Most people don't want to be dismissed from their jobs. That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, vaccine. I, 
vaccine passport's a big thing. Um, it is, yeah. But that won't be around for long. Mm. Um, it's just going to be temporary and then um, they'll get rid of it. Mm. Oh, so it's – oh, they'll get rid of it? Yeah. Okay. They'll switch it off. That's mm. what um, Victor Dominello was uh, saying. Okay. Yeah. It might just be up to the venue or the employer. Maybe it's just up to the the discretion of Yeah, of well, them. I think um, the New South Wales government will let the businesses know and all that, the venue, mm. because, you know, when they mention 1st of December for the unvaccinated uh, people, they have more freedom. So, mm. yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, showing proof of your vaccine status has been a, another issue. Uh, people have said that that's confidential medical information and they're under no <laughs> obligation to share that with anybody. That's between them and their doctor. They don't have to, do you know, like um, it's, yeah, so it, I think it's a legal grey area. Uh, they may have to test that in a court, I guess, and just get a judge to decide Yeah. Yeah. what, um, it, it looks like nobody really wants to touch that at the moment. It's too tricky. Uh yeah, because health information really is confidential. Um, uh, even though there are, uh, what is it, electronic health records? That's right. Um, yeah, the uh, e- e- EHR or something like that. Uh, uh, my gov or yeah, well yeah, well most most of your health information's on some kind of national database now, unless you decide there was, to opt out. Yeah, there was yeah. something that people could opt in and and um, mm. opt out as well. Yeah. Um, that was that was a big topic as well. There's a lot of people saying that you know they don't want to have their information on a main database where yeah they were saying that you know like police agencies and all that can access it too yeah um yeah I can see why people are nervous about who is yeah, privacy looking, privacy you know, right personal yeah. information you yeah. don't want your info getting i mean you might not have anything to hide but that doesn't mean you don't want to keep some things confidential yeah or something secret like some yeah. things might just be embarrassing or um you want to keep that between you and your doctor and you don't <laughs> That's want right. yeah. yeah everybody to know that you've got that rash or <laughs> uh, or whatever it is you know so um yeah i can yeah what do you think do you think people have the right to privacy <laughs> that's right yeah for sure <laughs> yeah so, yeah. yeah, you can see where people are coming from. If yeah. this is the tip of the iceberg, who knows what's below the surface. Yeah. Um, so uh, I've, I've just Googled New South Wales vaccine, vaccine passport or, and what came up was get proof of COVID-19 vaccination, how to show proof. Um, that, that's it really. It doesn't say whether you need to show proof. Uh, well, I don't think the information for first of December has come out yet, mm. but I believe that they will announce it um, in sometime in November or middle of November. Mm. Um, but yeah, we just have to wait and see what happens. Well, it says here that if you can't be vaccinated for a medical reason, you have to show proof. Yeah, of an exemption. Yeah, of yeah, an yeah. exemption yeah. from your doctor. Yeah, and I think that's probably the the legal grey area that people are talking about. Um, so if you if you're stopped in the shopping centre uh, <laughs> by whoever, um, by by some kind of official, yeah, uh, and they ask for this exemption, and if you can't produce it, um, 
you might get in trouble. But is there is that lawful? Can you lawfully be asked to for for medical information? Well, I think um, police can. Mm. Um, but mm. you know, like you're at a restaurant or or at a you know supermarket or, or or shops or something. That's where it comes down to where you know can can the people from from the shop or restaurants well, can yeah. they ask you for the proof? And and the thing is, yeah. um, just recent, like I, well, it was recent, you know, in the um ease of restrictions mm. saying that um you know you need to show proof of vaccination mm. and um if any issues happen that the um the people at at the shops the workers there if they mm. encounter any issues they're to call police straight away really yeah wow yeah if, if the person's refusing to leave or if they're not you know adhering to the um health guidelines yeah if you're failing to show proof so, yeah, mm. that's where police step in. When you think about it, though, when you're going for a job, you you have to disclose any health problems to your employer if you have a disability or an impairment that might affect your work. Right. You know, like say a vision impairment or something like that. You need to tell your, yeah, of your course. work, right? Yeah, because yeah. if you can't see what you're doing, yeah. well, you Well, I mean, a in the job and, application, yeah. it... it it asks you, do you have a disability? Yes or no. Yes or no, yeah. Do you have any medical problems or something, Im- impairments, yeah. et cetera? Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I, I guess you would, you know, discuss that privately with the employer. With your employer. And you know that they'll be professional and. Of course. Yeah. But. Um, they yeah. can't discriminate you. Against you. No, of course not. Yeah. They can't. But that's different to being out in the public, going about your business. Shopping, buying your groceries, yeah. going to a restaurant, yeah. going to a cinema, and constantly being asked to, you know, say whether you've had the right vaccination or not. I, yeah. yeah. Well, I think another thing is where people are trying to suss them, like you know, you out, mm. and in a way they're judging them as well. Well, discriminating against you because you haven't been vaccinated. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Well. I guess so, you know. But is it a safety issue? Is it more of a health issue? Like it's it's not I mean it's a choice to get vaccinated or not. It's not something that you can't help. It's not yeah. like having ADHD or um being blind. Right. Things that you're born with. Yeah. Like a congenital yeah. uh disorder or yeah. disability. Well, they haven't yeah. made vaccines mandatory. Um, They're practically mandatory, though. If you want to keep your job, you need to be vaccinated. Well, yeah, in the workplace, yeah. you know, that's a thing that's you know coming into place right now. Mm. Um, that it's up to the employer's discretion, saying that you know you need to be vaccinated. Mm. If not, then you know you got no job here, and that's going to cause issues. Yeah. Um, in the workplaces, mm. and I, you know, unions are going to get involved as well too. Mm. Um, you know, because they want to support their members. Mm. It's it's a it's a big topic. It's it's yeah. Well, it's about your your freedom to decide, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we both decided to go through with it. Um, I had my own reasons. Yeah, 
and I'm sure you had Because you're an essential worker too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But it wasn't just to keep my job. That's not the only reason yeah. I got yeah. vaccinated. Yeah. Um, there were a number of other reasons too. And uh, I care about the community I live in. For sure. That was at the top of my mind. Yeah. Um, so I, I wasn't just thinking about myself. I was also thinking about uh, my city, Sydney. Yeah. You know, my family. And uh, and we want to get out of lockdown. We so, get, yeah, yeah, we want to see our friends again. For we sure. Have, yeah, we want to connect with the people that we love and care about. And the and, places um, that we haven't been f- yeah. in a long time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. food places. And, you know, that's yeah. another topic that um, yeah. we'll be talking about in the next episodes as well. Yeah. Um, yeah it, it's not just about principle, is it? It's not just about saying, well, I don't want to have a vaccine because I should be able to do what I want to do with my body. Yeah. But it's also about, you know, Man, we want to go back to normal. We want to see right. our friends again. We want to go sure. to the gym. We want to go to the cinema. We, we want to hang out. Hang you know? out. Yeah. So um, all those beautiful things that we were able to do before lockdown, yeah. uh, that's... We can't do it, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> during lockdowns. But yeah. 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 So if you want to be stubborn and just say, no, 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 no way, you can't force me. Um, well, there yeah, you go. You can't yeah. go out and have those amazing foods and stuff <laughs> like that. So... Yeah. You know, you'll have to wait longer till 1st of December. Yeah, absolutely. But we'd love to hear what you have to say anyway. For so, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. So, yeah. you know, this is episode one. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yes. Um, We've got episode two coming up in in the weeks coming. So. Beautiful. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I hope you guys like this first episode. Yeah. And um, stay tuned. Okay. Good you know? night, night owls. That's right. (laughs) We hope we've been able to sort a new heights with you. Yeah. Okay. And I hope you guys have a lovely night and um, we're signing off. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. See ya.